0: Well, this is the final week of our series on fruits, or bearing good fruits, and Ivy's going to talk to us about the fruit of the Spirit. Okay, let's welcome Ivy. Hey, good afternoon, church. How's everybody today? Good to see you all in the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said, let's go to the house of the Lord, because the club was not happening. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> and, well, you know, it was not happening. Well, it used to be fun, but then you got some Jesus, and then your appetite changed. And it's, it's excellent, isn't it? Praise God. Well, let's pray. Father, thank you for this amazing day, this appointment. We thank you for giving us truly a, a new heart at New Heart Church so that we might receive what you have for us, Lord God. Give us a hearing ear today and that mind to perceive. And in the name above every name, Jesus, we pray and agree, and the people said, amen. Amen. So I wanna talk to you today about the fruit of the Spirit that we find in Galatians 5, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. You see, the fruit of the Spirit is the very nature and character, and it speaks of the attributes of God. So that that fruit is amazing because it is actually the work accomplished by God's presence in your life. He's working on the inside of us, transforming us so that we begin to look like him, our Father, our God. Amen? So it's, it's kind of a grace then that enables us to begin to be as he is and fulfill the scripture in 1 John. that as he is, we are. So we look at that verse in Galatians. It says that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law. So when we look at love, that first element of it, our God is love, amen? When we look at joy, that's part of the kingdom that God spoke of. Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Our God is also peace. Our Lord is peace and that's part of the the kingdom. He gives us patience, which is being even tempered, having an even temper and having restraint under provocation so you don't fly off and mad because somebody looked at you or didn't speak to you or whatever. Anybody? <laughs> we got some kindness because of our God. That's having generous compassion, goodness. That means unbiased benevolence. You know, you give of your time, your talent, and your treasure. You give your tithes and your offerings. You help where help is needed. You show up at nine o'clock for Corey's Kitchen next Saturday. Amen. Amen. And on the 20th, the girls are gonna show up right here, right? Amen. And then we got some, uh, some faithfulness. That's, that's, the inte- that's an integritous heart. I've got integrity and, car- and character. Gentleness, genuine humility, self-control. That's a sound balance of oneself and in your soul. Against such there is no law. So these are all facets of God's person, his nature, his character. And it's spoken of as one fruit, which is actually an illustration or a glimpse uh, of, and maybe just a a portion, a measure of the manifold elements of who God is. And and that's not all he is. He's, He's so much more. Don't you know that? When I think of God, I think that he's, I remember that he's alpha and omega. He's the bright and morning star. He's the creator. He's the everlasting father, he's the holy one. He's Emmanuel, God with us, uh-huh. He's the good shepherd, the lamb of God. He's the bread of life. Yeah. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. He's the light of the world, the author of eternal salvation. He is Jesus, the son of God, the son of man, the son of David. Our redeemer, our deliverer, our savior. The prince of peace, Elohim. They call him rabbi. They call him friend, that friend that sticks closer than a brother. And he's the lover of your soul. And these are just, just a few things that he is. And I want you to know today that he's my God. I don't know if he's your God, but he, he, he's my God. Amen? So in 2 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4, the encapsulated translation of that says that when the fruit of the Spirit is produced in our lives... We become partakers of God's divine nature. So it's God's desire, that, that same God who gives us the gifts of the Spirit, who gives us the fruit of the Spirit, because he's more interested in us developing our character than just operating the gifts. You know, the gifts are extremely important. They're very and absolutely important. See, they're for the developing and building up and edifying of each other. But, but at the end of the day, the gifts will take you where only your character is going to keep you. Anybody? Mm-hmm. So how do we get this fruit, this, this true gift of God's spirit? You see, it is the Holy Spirit of God who develops this amazing fruit in our lives when... We walk with him when we connect with God when we're available to God, when we follow him, when we dwell and abide in him and his word Galatians 5.25 says that we gotta walk in the spirit that means I gotta hang out with God and here's the dealio. See, God has got to be central to your life, not just number one on your list of things to do. Because, you know, if, if he's number one, then you're going to be busy doing number seven and number 32 and 52 on that list of things that you got to do. And we'll get, we'll get back to God, you know, because God, you know, we we tight. we good. I'll be back. But he's got to be central to everything that you are. And see, he's not an add-on to your life either. He is Adonai. He is Lord, so he must be in here operating. You operate from the premise of God is in my life. So if I'm walking with someone, that means I'm spending some time with that person. I'm hanging out. See, it it implies that I have deliberately decided to be in that person's presence, to really be with that person. There's an adage that says assimilation brings about assimilate, I'm sorry, association brings about assimilation, right? There's another statement that says, what you focus on, you become. So if I'm hanging with God, I'm going to be coming more like God, amen? Because he's not going to be coming like me. I mean, he might like my hair, but I got to become like him. The Bible tells us to to be perfect as I am perfect. That's Jesus giving us that directive. And that word perfect actually means being complete. In other words, that we become mature in our mental and moral character. We're looking like God. See, you you, got to know him more and more in order to be all that. So God Almighty is inviting us to walk with him. Who, who invites you to, to walk with them? Sometimes you have to be careful who's asking you to come and walk with them. I'm just saying, just saying. So, so if I'm gonna walk in the spirit, I gotta spend that quality time with God. I gotta allow him to impart to me who he is, what, what he has, and take me beyond me and all of my limitations. See, that will also mean Uh, participation with God beyond Sunday morning service or Sunday afternoon service for us, beyond that church experience. See, we know church is ultimately important. It's our worship service. This is where the body of Christ connects and assembles together to give honor and worship to God. Sunday service is a worship service. In other words, in worship, God shows up for his people to give out his spiritual handouts. Are you hearing me? These spiritual handouts. So as we're in his presence, in this worship, he begins to impart to us, to our spirit, so that we can receive even greater revelation as his word is being spoken over us in the service. So worship, this worship service is very vital. But... If that's all we ever do with our faith, attend church on Sunday. A lot of times we come in late, uh, you know, because we had to get that Happy Meal or that extra Starbucks coffee before we got here. Don't hate. Um, <laughs> that, that's like being married, but you're still living single. Because uh-huh. there's no commitment. There's, there's no relationship, okay? Or it might be like going to dinner and you go, you talk with your friends, but you never eat. In other words, there's no partaking. There's no internalizing. There's no uh, taking in and, f- and feeding your spirit. We're not participating. So to get this beautiful fruit, it may even mean going beyond Wednesday night Bible study. Sunday service and Bible study are super important because we get exposed to to new ways and and ideas of how we can become stronger Christians. So that's vital for our lives, but walking in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit means to be personally involved, one-on-one, connected to and in relationship with God, being in pursuit of God, For for deeper growth in God. Are you hearing me? So that walk means I'm going to be engaged in a, a personal study of the word. So that I begin to see what God is going to say to me. So I'm growing. I'm not just doing it because I got, Pastor said we got to read five chapters. I'm doing this so that me and God can really get connected. I can really walk with him. I can read what his text messages are to me, because you know, we like text messages, right? hmm These are some powerful text messages. They'll help your life, trust me on that. So, so it's not just about knowing his, his will, but it's about knowing his will specifically for me and my life. Then I begin to know him personally, and I begin to know his voice. That's important. Secondly, when I'm walking in the spirit, I'm praying in pursuit of God rather than just seeking some answers for my problems. Mm -hmm. So this manner of prayer is gonna cause us to visualize ourselves in God's presence. It's a lot different. It's like you're in the advanced class. That's gonna help me to commune with God and to become much more sensitive to his spirit hmm it's that, that, that personal connect. Thirdly, walking in the spirit, the more I walk in the spirit, the more I'm gonna have a desire for, for God's desires. It's like he's gonna tell me his heart, his intention, his mind. I'm gonna know God personally, my personal savior, my personal friend. So it's relationship and partnership that begins to grow and grow and grow us in God. Point number four, walking in the Spirit means that the Spirit will enable us to walk through difficulties and struggles and challenges with greater faith, with stronger confidence, and with real trust in God, knowing that He loves you so much. He's got you, he wants you hugged up with Him. He wants you confident. Knowing I'm going to answer you. I am with you. I am for you. And my love for you will never change. It's unconditional. No matter how much we mess up. No matter how many times we burn the toast. No matter how we're scattered. Or sometimes fearful. See you got to walk in the spirit to dispel those fears. It's not a natural thing. It's a supernatural thing. Hallelujah. Psalm 91 verse number 1 says he who dwells in the secret place, that's the presence of God, shall remain stable and fixed. It's like you're balanced, you're settled under the shadow of the almighty whose power no foe can withstand. So we're under his protection, we're under his cover when we decide to walk with God, walk in the spirit. And point number five, that walking in the spirit means I'm walking in power. I'm walking in God's power. I'm walking in his attractiveness, his light, his authority. There's an authenticity in my Christianity that comes upon me when I'm walking in the spirit. The excellence of God is imparted to me when I'm walking in the spirit. And see, that's, it's like an evidence of, of God's fruit that begins to show and flow through my life because he wants me to be empowered, to become who he made me to be. So I gotta be with who made me, so I can be all that he made me to be. Anybody? So when the spirit operates in our lives, we're walking in God's power by way of relationship, not every religion. It's that relationship on a consistent, basis every day and it's growing and growing and intensifying and it's showing more and more it's kind of like we're plugging into an inexhaustible power source that makes this fruit and all of these attributes of the spirit more more and more powerful and more manifested and more activated to be more visible convincing other people If there's God, because see, those friends that you've been knowing and you've been having for a long time, they know how you used to be, and now they're seeing something different. They're seeing some light. They're seeing some peace. They're seeing some power. They're seeing you pray in a different kind of way. You got a different, like I say, swag. I like that part. You see, in fact, this power source can be so effective, that even unbelievers, unbelievers, people who don't even know God, they're gonna see it, they're gonna know you're different. I I read in in a commentary preparing for today a a statement that was made by a skeptic named Dana Tierney, and she made this in Reader's Digest some years ago, and she said this, over the years I've come to think I'm missing out. My friends and relatives who rely on God uh, the real believers, not just churchgoers, have an expansiveness of spirit. They see a realm of hope beyond this world. So, every Christian will bear spiritual fruit. And little by little, that fruit's gonna show up. But see, We were made in God's image, and as we grow, we're gonna be reformed to look more and more like him. So when we choose to walk in the spirit, God begins to overflow us and to maximize us by the expansiveness of his spirit. So he begins to extend the borders of our territory, like, like Jabez prayed. Lord, bless me indeed. Extend the borders of my territory. Stay your hand upon me. See, we got to be leaning into God because he's leaning into us. Amen? And whenever God shows up, wherever he's allowed, there's going to be overflow. There's going to be increase. There's going to be the ability to produce. There's going to be fruitfulness and and the miraculous. There's going to be favor and, and a changed atmosphere because God is there. Amen? And that's all God. Oh, God. We just have to be available. Available to receive the manifestations of God on us and in our lives. So that by his grace, we can act and, and function like Jesus. We can be like God in places of drought and famine in people's lives. We can make a difference. Whew. We can go away with, do away with that bad behavior and our our insecurities and our limitations and, and attitudes that do not reflect our God. Hallelujah. Wow. In Genesis 1, verse number 27, the Lord said, be fruitful. He said this to Adam. He said, be fruitful and multiply. That was the first mandate given to man. Be fruitful. So that means every person can be fruitful by God's grace, but you know what? Not everybody is gonna wanna walk in the spirit or receive his fruit, because they're not committed to that degree. So besides bearing the fruit of God's nature and character, we're supposed to be fruitful in the produce of our hands. We, we should be productive and fruitful in our labors and our efforts, you know, dealing with our family and in our, in our relationships. Every place our feet tread, we should be bearing fruit. We should be, we should be producing or gleaning from those things everywhere we are. So God is saying that he will make it possible for whatever we put our hands to do to become fruitful as we follow him. The criteria is to walk. To walk with him in the spirit. because see, walking is following. Are you hearing me? Which is yielding to the one we're following. That would be God. So it's like, God, I'll let you drive. It's your car anyway. Can you lead me to where I need to go? Because we don't know most of the time. You know, we, we're guessing, we're assuming, we're, we're thinking, we, we got it going on. But it's God we gotta plug into to walk properly, to walk protected, to walk with wisdom. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. So bearing fruit becomes uh, as a bonus or a side effect, a reward of our relationship and our availability to God and our pursuit of God. Bearing fruit and being fruitful then is evidence of God's heart to prosper his people. Psalm 35 verse 27 says that he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. Deuteronomy 30 verse number 9 says that he he wants to abundantly prosper us and he delights in our prosperity. There's a Hebrew word mashach, M-A-S-H-A-C-H. It means to, to rub with oil, to anoint or to consecrate. Or, or to, to, to rub off on somebody. So what's on God and what's in God is going to get on you and get on the inside of you. Because he wants them to shock you. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so the anointed, Christ the anointed one, is going to anoint you. Don't you need some of that anointment for your appointment? Yeah. I know I do. <laughs> Please, sir. Rub it in. So being fruitful is a result of receiving God's oil, that divine power, and being available, being an available, yielded vessel to be poured into. Saying, God, I want to be at the spout where the glory is poured out right now. So we're no longer who or, or what we were. You know, the old nature died at the cross with Jesus, hopefully, and now, as his own people... We're adding the qualities of Christian character to our faith as a must, lest we be, as 2 Peter 2 verse 8 says, unfruitful. We don't want that happening, right? So as his people in a world full of fear and chaos, it's so important that we exemplify and and represent God in a tangible spiritual reality that will cause God to be seen every time you are. It's urgent, it's urgent that we do so. And as we grow in our relationship with God, in our faith, and our outward expressions of service to God, our fruit is gonna become more evident and contagious. Our fruit will actually produce fruit. Matthew seven twenty says, and you will know them by their fruit. So how we think, and how we act, and how we speak, and how we treat each other You know, are we looking like Jesus? We should be by now. You gotta know that every Christian is to bear fruit, or maybe he or she is not a true committed, plugged-in follower, or maybe they're just hesitant to look like Jesus. You know, for some people, being politically correct is a bit more appealing, you know, a little safer, attitude than going all out, because you don't want to be called fanatic today or, you know, too, too Christian-y. But we got to pray for them. And it's not a judgment that I'm making, but the point of our faith is to be as he is, to develop the fruit of the Spirit by his works in us and by our yielding to God to receive it. So, so, so our submission to receive is a just reciprocity in this supernatural exchange. It's like we should do, it's something we should do. The fact that God is interested in you and wants you to walk with him personally, God is calling you up, sending you a text message saying, follow me, follow me. That's some sure footing right there, hallelujah. See fruit doesn't just pop up overnight either. But it begins to bud and bloom and, and become more fragrant as we become more like him. And the more we yield, the more we yield. The more we yield to God, the more fruit we're going to yield, the more we're going to produce. And in John chapter 5, I'm sorry, chapter 15, it tells us this verses 4 and 5. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me, you can do nada, not a thing. So let's, let's, let's amp up, let's get some bumper crops in here. You see, in truth, we can't farm this fruit. We can't do it. We're not the producers. God is. And we can't staple it. It would be nice if we could just staple it on and you know look like we're doing great. <laughs> so we may maybe look good to people? I don't think so. Because it will not help you look good to God who already knows all your business. My man knows what's happening in here. So the goal of the Christian Life is Christ's likeness so that every trait developed in us, every trait is going to reflect the character of God and will be fruit that's pleasing to him. Mm -hmm. See, God's right character within us will birth right conduct and greater desire to live a life of good works which always, always, always produces more fruit that's because we are steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of god we're knowing him more and more as we're walking with him more and more right so with our increasing knowledge of god we're learning what pleases him what he likes what's displeasing what what is not him we begin to know the ungodnesses that we can detach ourselves from are you hearing me so all our works become more and more conformed to that knowledge. Another fruit that we, that we can produce is souls. The Bible says he who wins souls is wise. So those who come to Christ by our fruit and through our witness, they're fruit to us. We get some fruit. We make some fruit happen. Amen? Amen? Acts 1.8 says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. So when people see God in your life, they're gonna become changed because you are. They're gonna be changed into his likeness. They're gonna be changed into having love and and peace and joy and kindness and patience and, and all the facets of the fruit of the Spirit. We're gonna shock them, amen? See, that's the greatest witness that God manifests in us, winning souls for God by being like him. That's powerful. He says, if I be lifted up in the earth, I'm gonna draw all men unto me. If I be lifted up in the earth, that, that earth is right here, this earth, and he's gonna draw all men unto us, unto himself. That's you and me, this earth and vessels that we're gonna use for the glory of God. Earlier in Galatians, that same chapter, verses 19 and 21, Paul speaks of the doings of the flesh in strong contrast to the fruit of the Spirit. So Paul is saying, without the enablement of the Spirit, we won't bear the fruit of the Spirit. And without our yes, Without our faith and our connect with God, that He will not be able to produce His fruit within us. It's like a partnership happening there. It's got to be an agreement. And that's that power of agreement with God that's producing His likeness in our lives and within our, within our person. So God begins to release this power as we connect, as we, as we strengthen our association with Him, our partnership with Him. It's working. And by the way, what's interesting, all of the elements of his fruit extend outwards. They all extend to other people. All of his attributes give out. They don't just make us look good, but they are elements of God's nature that reach out to other people. Love is a powerful thing, but it's not just about you loving you or I'm loving God. Love is gonna pour out of you, his love is that way. It's huge, it's amazing. So in God, in us, is, it's, we're just handing out love and joy and peace and exercising patience and kindness and extending goodness and gentleness and humility at every opportunity and all of our actions and all of our words, everything that we're doing. So it's an anointing, it's an anointing. The anointed one gifts to us. So God has an amazing statement in Hebrews eleven six. It says, without faith, we cannot please him. And if we pursue him, he will reward our efforts. So God is saying, if I believe him, and I'm praying to God, and I'm seeking him to answer the situations in my life and intervene on my behalf, he's not only gonna answer my request, he's gonna bless me for calling on him. That's like a double for your trouble. Uh, Amen. Anybody? I'm excited about that. That's a win-win situation. Praise him today. Phew. Wow. So by faith, we pray and we worship and ask God for his intervention. He rewards us for doing so. That's why grace is so amazing. Amen. Amen. So even if our faith is the size of a mustard seed, his power is still going to avail to us. And the more we pursue him, seek him out first, as Matthew 6.33 says, he will add every sufficiency to us as we need it, as we, as, as we require, as a reward. Yeah. And the more we walk with him, the better we look with the mashach, the, the oil of his fruit rubbed onto us. So the better candidates we are to receive the all and everything else that God has for us. Bonus, bonus. So I want you to say this with me. I will walk in the spirit. I will bear the fruit of the spirit. I will be fruitful. I will be fruitful. Just as God commanded. Just as God commanded. And, I will and I will prosper. To the glory and honor and delight, and honor and delight. of God my Father in Jesus name. Do you receive it? Amen. Glory to God.